welcome to another episode of Audio Blobs. I'm Matt. And I'm Danny. So uh, this week we are taking a look at some modulation. Uh, so I'm going to be having a look at the Chase Bliss Audio Warped Vinyl, which is a lovely pedal from the United States. And Danny, what are you looking at? I've been messing about with uh, trim control from Goodhertz. Oh, I love it's that. a lovely tremolo plugin. It's a gorgeous thing. Um, so... Uh, Who's going to go first? Who you wants can, to go first? You can go first. I'll go first. Yeah. Okay. So, um, Chase Bliss Audio, um, lovely company from the States run by a great guy called Joel Court. I hope I've got your surname right. Um, he's been doing some kind of fun things now. His pedals have been launched for about two, two and a half years, uh, something like that, but he's been working on them forever. His um, kind of ethos, his kind of thing is uh, digital... Uh, manipulation and digital control with analog sound. So you get that all that kind of lovely, warm, analog, uh, kind of valvey, old transistor, nice goodness. Proper circuitry. Proper circuitry. Yeah, basically proper circuitry. But you have all the digital control that you get from all the new, uh, the newer pedals. So uh, the warped vinyl, which I've got in front of me, is like a, it's an analog uh, vibrato chorus pedal. Mm -hmm. uh, so for those of you that don't know, vibrato is when you take a note or a chord and you bend the pitch slightly up and slightly down or and or um, and it um, kind of wobbles around and it's kind of <laughs> vibrates, I suppose, is the, is the best way to describe it. We actually talked about um, Chase Bliss briefly when we did the Nam thing. Yeah, we did. Because They'd... they brought out uh, that gain. The pedal. brothers. Brothers. Yeah. And that was one of your picks for that. I've always been seriously impressed with the uh, amount of control you can get out of a pedal. Because they're like those little MXR sized pedals. You know, they're smaller yeah. than a boss pedal. But it's, you've got yeah. you've got so much you can get so much manipulation out of it. And uh, there's so many different parameters and stuff. Okay, so let's talk about yeah, it's amazing. So let's talk about well, so you've got two sides to this pedal. Let's put it that way. Uh, so there's the top side, which is, as you're looking down on it, the knobs that you see. And then there's the other side, which on mine, uh, mine is number 75 of the first production run of these that came out. So my, it's got a whole series of dip switches. My dip switches are underneath the pedal on the bottom. And I know that from all the other ones, people were not complaining, but the constructive criticism that was given out was like, when these are on my pedal board, I can't change anything. Velcro them down. Yeah. It becomes a real pain. So Joel's put them on the top. So where you would normally find the, the power supply, um, on the on the back, yeah. essentially, as it would be stuck to your pedal. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they're there, so you can get at them. Um, so on the top of mine, so this is a analog chorus vibrato. I've got ramp, which we'll come back to because that's a whole other world of loveliness. Um, there's volume for the overall volume, the mix. There's RPM, which is basically how fast it vibrates or how fast it kind of trims, I suppose. The depth, so you've got how much you want it to do, and then you've got the warp, which we'll come back to as well. So there's those are your six like little dials. Then you've got a two, four, six, three, six, eight uh, switch, which is basically the subdivisions, and then you've got um, what this in the kind of module shape button, which allows you to change uh, how it uh, goes into the vibrato and how it comes out of the vibrato the, the shape of the, the shape of, of the, the modulation of the modulation yeah. which is either a sine wave uh, a tri is it a triangular this goes straight up basically so there's no square wave a square no and then there's a square wave as well oh okay so, so rather than 
A triangle. A, yeah, a triangle wave. So yeah. rather than a square, it's a triangle. So then you've got those three dip switches, and then I've got three little lights, one for the tap, which shows you how fast it's pulsating, uh, one which is for the favourite switch, which is in the middle, which you've got three favourites, so you can have... Uh, a left favourite, a right favourite, and then when it's in the middle, it's just the pedal as is. Just what's set on. It's just what's set yeah. on it. And then you've got a little bypass button at the bottom, and then you've got a tap tempo button as well, which is cool. You've got in and out jacks on either side. You've got an expression pedal jack, which allows you to connect a TRS cable to a something like a volume pedal or like an expression. Volume, like a rocker yeah, an expression. Pedal, yeah. yeah, a rocker pedal. You've got a tap out on the other one as well, which allows you to have a, a second uh, tap temper, which I think, if I'm if I'm getting this right, uh, they're now working with a load of MIDI guys, um, which basically allows you to control the pedal via MIDI. So oh, you can have cool. more favorites. Yeah, you so can you have can more send like a, like a MIDI click or something to it to set your tempo and things yeah, like that. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So if you're using uh, something like the Eventide Delay or something like that, that, I think it's the time factor, you can set that and the warped vinyl, or actually any of Joel's pedals, um, so that everything is completely in sync, which is nice. cool. Um, and then on the back of mine, the dip switches, there's 16 dip switches, which allow you to manipulate and change every single parameter, pretty much with one or two of the knobs and dials it's on not, the top. Not too much. Which is 16 dips. So switches. this is where I'm not going to get too <laughs> massively into it because to be honest, it would take hours to explain and I'm still not 100% up to speed <laughs> on everything because it's taken me so long, even though I've had the pedal for two years now. Um, okay, so let's have a, a quick look at a couple of audio examples and, and we'll go from there. Cool. Okay, so if I take this note, which is the note of D, just to give it a, a quick example, this is the note with no vibrato. Lovely. Which is a, the note of D. So vibrato is when you do this. And that's just you bending the note. And that's just me bending the note with my finger. So that is the, the wobbly that, that you get. So um, I've got two presets set up on this. One for like a chorusy kind of sound and one for like a tremolo-y sort of sound. So if we have a look at the chorus first, um, I'll play a big open D chord to start with. So that's it. So if I turn the pedal on. You can hear it starting to wobble. And yeah, just in a very subtle a way really, at that point. really, really subtle way. Just adds a bit of movement to it. It does, absolutely. Um, so that's the uh, kind of... You can hear it going... Which is all good. <laughs> so now what you can do with this, so if I play around with the RPM... Uh, dial, what we've got. So um, if I take just one note, for example, you can hear the RPM really mm -hmm. starting to ramp up and it goes stupidly fast. Nice. And it also goes maddeningly slow. Almost to the point where you can't hear it. Almost to the point where you can't hear it. Um, I've seen a couple of guys have like two of these. And then have one which is set to one RPM and then one which is set to another and they kind of cascade into each yeah. other. One that's set maybe just a tiniest little bit higher, yeah. like a little bit quicker. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'll switch over to the uh, switch it over to the like tremolo setting, which is this. That's very nice. Which is lovely. Which is basically it's very similar to the other one, but the depth is much higher yeah. and what i've done on this one is i've set the depth and the volume knobs 
to basically do a very similar job. So as the depth goes up and down, the volume also goes up and down. Goes up and down with it. Yeah, and that's how you get there. At the same speed. Yeah, exactly. Um, And then I can put it in the middle. And now I've got a completely obscure... I was making Danny feel very ill with this sound (laughs) earlier on. So this is the kind of madness that you can get out of this. You play a chord with this as well. It's lovely. Which is... It's really lovely. It kind of has its place. It has its <laughs> purposes, but it's just for the for the joy of, of doing something silly. So just um, a quick a quick rundown of the little modu shape section. The depth, obviously, how deep you want everything. These little toggle switches that you've got, which change the, the wave going up and down. Well, basically, what you've got is you have... In a vibrato, you have the note when it's plucked and then when it goes to its highest... Uh, extension or extreme. So say you're going from here. Yeah. The, so you've the got top point of the, the top bend. Point. So the low point yeah. to the tie point and then back down again. Yeah. You've got that. What you can do is you can set the first part, so this bit, you can set that section to either go straight from one to the other, a sine wave so that it, so it increases kind of and then bends into, bends into it. Into yeah. it. Or you can have it as a square wave, so it goes along straight up and then straight into the note. You can then set the other half where it comes back down. You can set the other half to come down differently to the way it goes up. You can kind of change the symmetry of the because because normally with a uh, with like a tremolo pedal or something, what your your standard function is going to be like a sine wave. So it's slowly increasing. It looks like a bell. Yeah, it's going slowly up to the top of its of its pitch bend or volume increase depending yep. on the the effect whether it's like tremolo or uh, vibrato um and it'll bend up to it and then it'll bend slowly back down it. yeah and it'll always be that symmetrical yeah but with that what you can essentially do is you can have it a normal side wave, sine wave up into it bending into it and then you can have the the down yeah. set to the square and it will just drop straight back down so yeah. it'll kind of go Ooh, yeah essentially exactly. every every single revolution which is really cool. It's, it's really interesting. A really cool little feature. You can also have that doing the opposite. So you can go up in any way and you can come back down the other yeah. way. And this leads into the warp button. And this basically allows... So at 12 o'clock, straight up, uh, if you have it set to sign going up and sign going down, it is a perfect bell. With the warp function, you basically move the high point of that left or right. Right. So now you can go up a sine wave faster quickly than you come yeah. back down it which is quite good so hang on let me set this up so that it's got i can do that i've got to push a whole load of buttons two hours later so basically what i've done i've got this set up now so that it goes up and down a sine wave mm-hmm. the warp is straight in the middle so it will go up so it's a perfectly symmetrical so this sine is wave. a perfectly symmetrical yep. sine wave You can hear it's just going down, and it's completely symmetrical. What you can now do, so if I turn the dial to uh, uh, nine o'clock, so this is now going to go up to the highest point, up the sine wave much faster than it's going to come down. Come down it. Yep. And then we set it to the other way, where it does the opposite. So it's now going to go up slower than it comes back down faster. So 
this kind of massively, massively impacts. When you play the instrument just on its own, it's quite hard to tell the difference. When mm -hmm. you put it with other things, then it really makes a difference. To be honest, I haven't really played around with this too much. I quite like going up a triangle and down a square. Because it's just... Because <laughs> that's it, an amazing cause, sentence. Cause it's, yeah. Because <laughs> it does this. So if we set them both to square waves, you might be able to know. Yeah, that's a very distinct sound. That's kind of cool. It's kind of like it's it's offset the the. It's kind of swung it almost because yeah. it feels as though it hasn't, but it feels as though it's offset the point. Yeah. At which it reaches its peak. Yeah, completely. Which it hasn't done. It's in exactly the same place. It's just how you get there and how you come back down from it have yeah, changed. Have changed, which is kind of cool. You can get that kind of swung thing. I've have discovered. I haven't actually got it set up on this, and that requires a whole lot of things. Um, but you can set it up so that the divisions on this are in triplets, and then when you start mucking around with the warp thing, if you are doing that kind of swung thing, it really you can get quite a heavy kind of shuffle from it. Yeah, that's which cool. is kind of really great, which is I love. Okay, so that's kind of all the kind of main audio examples that you are going to really need. Mm -hmm. um, it's a really lovely analog vibrato chorus pedal with a load of things that you can change. So the dip switches on the back, let's just go and talk about these for a second. Basically, you can assign any of the parameters to one button. So this is the first eight. I should, I should clarify that. So the first yeah. eight... Uh, allow you to assign any of the so the volume, the mix, the RPM, the depth, the warp. You can assign any of those five to the ramp. Uh, to that one to the, button. Yeah, so to the that ramp it, so if you've only got the depth assigned, the ramp will only control the depth. Yes. But you can assign them in any combination. Yes. You can assign all of them or none of them. Or, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, yeah, exactly. Um, and what that then allows you to do is if you've got, say, the volume and the RPM uh, set to the ramp, as you turn the ramp down, the volume turns down, but also the modulation happens slower. Yeah. And then as you turn the ramp up, the volume increases and the, the RPM increases. So the, yeah. the rate they of the increase together, increases, which is great if you're doing that kind of volume swell thing fantastic because you get this real kind of like urgency with that kind of sound is that so the the ramp is what the expression pedal controls yes and the right. ramp is what the expression so essentially controls, you can yes. assign the expression pedal to anything because it's controlling the ramp and you can assign the ramp to anything yes but by the same token you can assign the expression pedal to everything at once yes so you can essentially go from all the parameters turned all the way down yep to all the parameters turned all the way up. Yes. If you wanted to. You can. You'd be insane to do that. Yeah, someone, please, there's someone that has done that somewhere, I am sure. Um, so there is a whole world. I'm going to have to turn this over because I'm going to have to remember. So you can basic, so that's, so that's the thing with the ramp, is you can assign any parameter to the ramp. You can also change from a low fi mode, so or to and from a low fi mode in this thing, Okay. which is kind of cool. Um, there is, uh, I've got to remember this. You can also assign like a treble and bass sweep as well. Um, this, and this thing underneath uh, that one of the dip switches controls how you change between the tap tempos as well, okay. which is kind of nice. Um, 
There is also under here whether when you turn how you turn. <laughs> this is where this goes mad. Yeah, dip switches. Yeah, dip switches. <laughs> Basically, you can assign which parameter rises or falls depending on how you turn it. So it might rise when you turn it, or it might fall when you turn it. Oh, okay. Which is kind of nice. So you might have. So you can actually invert the knob, so you could turn. Yeah. You could increase the depth while decreasing the rate yes. on the on the ramp function. Yeah. So you assign cool. the depth and the rate to the ramp function, and then you say, as I turn you the ramp up, you flip whichever the, one the you want. The rate, for instance, so yeah. it would slow down as instead, you turn of, it instead up. of increase as yeah. you turned it up. Exactly, which is kind of cool. Um, you've got some presets, so if you've got two sounds that you like, you can assign them. Uh, you can assign two of those. They've also just brought out a... Oh, Joel's just released a little um, favorites button. So rather than, because this is on a tiny little dip switch at the mm -hmm. minute, which is you're going to struggle to hit uh, on a live gig. But I think it assigns into the tap tempo. So you can still use the expression. Um, but there's a, yeah, a new little favorite switch. Oh, and so that it's just a, it's just a but switch with like two knobs, two yeah. buttons. Yeah, I think so. And, yeah. and you can just step. To I think it switch might even be one button with like some LEDs on and you can just cycle through them. Switch. I haven't. I haven't uh, okay. looked into detail, but that's it. It's a lovely chorus, um, vibrato pedal. I love it a bit. It's it's built like an absolute tank. That I did have a little problem with it, but um, as is, or as should be, I should say, with everyone, I had a problem with it. I messaged Joel, and he got back to me in under twelve hours and said, "Right, I think I know what the problem is because I had this on something else." And then sent me screenshots and pictures nice. of him fixing it, saying, put this here, do this to that, oh, that's unscrew this, and if it doesn't work, let me know, but it should. And funnily enough, of course, it was exactly what he said it was. Awesome. Um, fantastic that's company. Proper, proper customer service. Proper customer service. Joel's such a lovely guy. You know, I've got him on Facebook now. You know. <laughs> um, such a such a, a great guy. Makes some incredible pedals. He's obviously, he's got uh, the chorus vibrato. He's brought out a proper trem as well which I think is the Gravitas, which is fantastic. His second pedal was the Womb Tone, which was a flanger. It's a great name. Uh, great name <laughs> such things. Um, there is one thing which I will get my hands on at some point. They've got, my, they've got them in uh, our local music shop at the minute, so I might, when I, you know, maybe when I need some attacks break, I'll go and, I'll go and buy some <laughs> things. Um, there's the, his, um, the Delay pedal, which is called the Tonal Recall. I yeah, that, that thing's really nice. Which is cool. Really, really good pedal. And every, all of his pedals, uh, they all fall under the same look. So they've all got very similar layouts. They've yeah. all got the ramp function on every single one. Oh, cool. Got dip switches on every single one. Uh, the brothers that he brought out at NAM this year, 2017 in February, that thing just sounds incredible it's like a like an old school fuzz yeah it's great. um that's just got tone for days but i haven't even i haven't got my hands on one so god only knows what on earth the dip switches and everything <laughs> do on that which is all good um go and check them out i think it's chasebliss.audio.com um there's loads of audio examples which is why i haven't gone really into it in too much depth because there's just no point there's so much yeah. to it um i we just won't cover it in sort of 20 minutes and I mean, people have just done mad things with them. No, a, um, so they sound a great very good. sounding thing. It's yeah. a good looking thing as well. It is a very good looking thing. All yeah. of them are very good looking things. It's built like a tank. It weighs an absolute ton. Um, <laughs> and they're now being used by a lot of people. A lot of people are kind of cottoning on to, um, cottoning on to Chase Bliss. Actually, cool. most people are, which is great. Good, good. How things. how much is it? Dare I ask? Um, I 
Don't know. <laughs> um, no, so I bought mine when he didn't even have a UK, actually didn't even have a European distributor when I bought mine. Right, okay. Um, I bought mine two years ago when I discovered them, actually through uh, another great company called Emerson Custom. Mm. Um, and I bought mine straight from Joel in the States. And I, But I think they're over here, I think they're about 350 quid. They are not cheap pedals. Not cheap. But... They do sound better than I think pretty much anything else pedal-wise on the market. You don't need another vibrato if you've got that. No, you don't. Absolutely not. And, um, and if that's if that's the case with their other stuff, with the brothers, and you know, if if that is the the one gain pedal to rule them all, yes, it's like, well, okay, fair enough. It's worth your three hundred and fifty quid then. Yeah, absolutely. If it if, if it does gain as well as this does modulation yes then for you know, sure it, it's it's a well-made thing and it sounds beautiful so you know i i think that you it's it is a real case of you pay for what you get or you get what you pay for i should say yeah um you know if you try and get an answer out of boss mm. or roland it's gonna mm. take you a week to get anywhere yeah not 12 hours you know and you know, he's been making these in his shed you know they're <laughs> they're like they're they're proper they're proper handmade you know, good custom pedals. That yeah, no, I like that. Just, yeah, I yeah. like I like the homegrown kind of thing yeah. that works really well. No, it's good. Um, so we hope that Joel continues on his extraordinarily lovely journey <laughs> through uh, guitar pedal dum, guitar um, pedal dum, and. Uh, and I hope I haven't missed anything out of this. I'm sure I've missed lots of things out of this. There's quite a lot. There but is it's... a lot. As However, you said, there's loads of stuff online. If you go onto the Audio Blobs website, I have actually done a full blog post about oh, this. Okay, cool. Um, which Joel uh, has done some comments on some edits, some things that I might have got wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, I know that he's read that and he's kind of gone, yes, okay, Matt has at least looked at the pedal and, <laughs> and so knows what he's doing. <laughs> so it's up, it's up there if you want to kind of look at, uh, at my other thoughts and, and what else you can do. Everything is up there. Awesome. Uh, so that's me for this week. So I, I thought I'd compete on the old modulation front, um, and I've been playing with the Good Hertz Trem Control. Awesome. Good Hertz, who we've looked at before, we used their Wolf compressor. Ah, uh, yeah. When we did the compression podcast. Yep. Um, they just everything, everything they make is like uh, everything. Is gold. Yeah, completely. It, Everything that they've come out with so far. Yeah. Like particularly it's just great. like I love this thing. please good hurts. Put this <laughs> put into a pedal. a pedal for me <laughs> so that I can take it to gigs. Um it's a on the face of it, it's a very standard tremolo. Yeah. Um doesn't really if you understand how tremolo works, it makes perfect sense. You look at it, and yep. and also this is another thing about them is their user interfaces are great. Yes, because I am sick and tired of companies trying to make plugins or even any piece of software. There's a word for it, and I can't remember what it is, but a piece of software look like its real world equivalent. Mm -hmm. So uh, when Apple did the calendar. And it had like the little <laughs> ring binder bit yeah, on the side. I I'm like, that. I'm yeah. using a computer. Yeah. I've clicked the calendar button. I know it's a calendar. <laughs> I don't need like a little ring binder border to tell me it's a calendar. And this is kind of the angle that Good Hertz are coming from. Which is they the right angle. Which is the right angle. Yes. They haven't tried to make it look like an outboard bit of equipment. They haven't tried to make it look like a pedal or, you know, a, a rack mm -hmm. unit or something mm -hmm. like that. It's clean. 
It's really, really well designed, and all of their stuff follows this kind of design philosophy. Um, and you just you can see where everything is straight away. And yeah, this is definitely. really important to me at the moment with stuff because, like we've talked about before, you can get something up and get the quicker you can get the sound you want out of it, the ease of use. Yeah, it That's, means that you are instantly more creative rather than yeah. worrying about, oh, right, I've got this trem, which I know sounds good, but let's try and but find something. But let's spend the next that, 15, yeah. 20 minutes trying to make it sound good. Um, so opening it straight up, um, you've got like three main, you've kind of got two main sections, actually. Um, you've got rate and shape. Um, so the rate is exactly what it says. You can either... Um, choose a like a cycle frequency and that's just on a slider cool or you can assign it to the bpm of your project because obviously it's a plug-in so it'll read the the um it'll read the that you're recording mark. at 120 yeah. bpm and yeah set and if your... you're on if you're on bpm you can then obviously choose you know whole notes half notes quarter notes etc but love... you can choose dotted quarter notes dotted half notes yeah triplets, i was gonna say i love the um the flexibility yeah, it's great. on this is nuts. And underneath that, it's then got a multiplier. So this is kind of less useful in the BPM thing because logically, if you're at 120 and you've got it at quarter notes, you know if you hit eighth notes, it's going to be twice as quick. Yeah. Uh, but if you've got the rate set to, say, I don't know, 10 hertz, uh, and, and you found that's uh, your quarter note pulse, you can just whack the multiplier up to two or four times or eight times or 16, and it goes all the way up to 32. Does that also mean then if you've got, so if you go back onto the BPM, because we're yeah. obviously we're doing this live, yeah, so yeah, if yeah. you've got this set to... Uh, so it's set to 120. Is it, is it hemi, semi, demi, hemi, so semi? So if you, if you set remember. it to these, are they 30? These are 30-second notes. Yeah, which is and the highest you can go in a single click, isn't it? On a single division. The 30-second note at okay. 120 BPM is not necessarily the quickest. But right. if you went to the 30-second note at 120 BPM, and then you increase the multiplier Quite up to 32 times, <laughs> that is exactly what you think it is. It is yeah. 32 revolutions for every 32 notes, 32 subdivisions within the bar. Yeah, so it's 32. It's fast. Play a chord. So let's turn it off to start with. Uh, okay, it's off. And now it's on. It's too quick, you can't hear it. There it is. <laughs> now that's with the multiplier whacked all the way up. So this is what it basically loads up with out of the box. Uh, let's go factory default. So that's straight out the box. Mono, sine wave, tremolo. Sounds great, man. Um, so obviously you can affect the rate of that, but I'm going to leave it there because that's quite pleasant, to be yeah. honest. Um, then you've got this shape section, which okay. has got depth, which is exactly what it says on the tin, like how far it turns the volume up and down. So if we reduce the depth, just far less extreme. Yep. Uh, stick it back up to 100%. That's essentially turning it all the way up and all the way down. Yep, of course. Um, wave shape. You've got... Let me turn this noise off. This is something we will talk about in a minute. Um, the wave shape, you can slide gradually. In the middle, it's a sine wave. At the top, it's a square wave. And at the bottom, it's a triangle wave. Okay. But you can gradually move between them. 
So you don't have to, you're not just picking sine wave or square wave or triangle wave. You can yeah. move it. Um, so I'm going to leave that uh, sine wave. And then there's Should we have this, a listen to that? We can listen to it. So sine wave sounds like this. Triangle wave sounds like this. Just a little bit more extreme, so yeah. less kind of soft. And a square wave sounds like this. Which is obviously now turning, basically muting it and unmuting yeah, it. Yeah. Because there's no there's no volume ramp anymore. It's yeah. going, it's binary. It's going from off to on and back again. Yeah. Um, so let's pop that back in the middle. And then there's a bias, which essentially chooses how quick it goes up and how quick it goes down. So okay. set to the fastest time, you'd get this. And set to the slowest time, you'd get this. And that's actually now a complete opposite because yeah. the amount of time spent turned down at this point is the equivalent of how it was before when it was going bip, 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 bip. Yeah. That was the amount of time turned up. We just essentially flipped that. So yeah. in the middle, you have equal time at the top as you do at the bottom. It's yeah. perfect. It's essentially perfectly a perfectly sine symmetrical wave. sine wave. Yeah. Um, you can then shift the symmetry. So this is kind of getting into the realms of what you were doing with changing how you go up. Which is the warp. Yeah. yeah. Up into it and out of it. So pulled far to the left, essentially what you've got is a square wave going up and a sine wave coming down. So now you have this. <laughs> and we can essentially just take that all the other way. So it's gradually going up and then dropping straight back down. Which is really cool. Oh. Really cool, right? And that's essentially what you have. There's a there's also this vibe um, knob, which is just a tube color knob. I mean, it adds something. It's a it's. I'm. We've talked about this before, I think, as well. I'm not a fan of these kind of here. Have some noise, but well, this 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 isn't the noise that I was talking about a minute ago that I just turned down. This is a separate thing. This is like a tube gain color type deal, which I get if maybe. You've plugged your guitar straight in, but I haven't. I'm yeah, plugged think, into your amp, which is tubey and noisy yeah. anyway. If we were trying this maybe on like a like a Rhodes uh, sample-based instrument, yeah, yeah, yeah. then possibly it's something that I'd start introducing. Um, but I'm going to leave it where it's set, which is what it calls 100%. It's basically straight in the middle. Okay. I'm just going to leave it there. Um, you then get these little three buttons, which just give you a few more advanced settings, um, which allows you to... Uh, offset the phase so you can essentially choose hard to, you won't be able to hear it because we're not playing to a click of course yeah. um if we were playing to a click it would basically let's say your peak point was on the beat every yep. time you can your phase offset just allows you to push it just after the beat or just before or just the beat before. you essentially move it left and right yeah uh, with no point of reference we wouldn't so be able to hear that it's not necessarily out of time it's not out of time with itself and it's not out of time but what it is doesn't fit necessarily it's like moving it like a 16th note moving or even it a quarter 16th note. note after the beat yeah. or something like that um you then have a stereo phase and now we can start splitting this out into stereo because now we can completely if we go to the middle to 180 degrees we've now switched the essentially inverted the left and the right sine wave so if you were to play a chord now so you'll hear it moving if from side you to side. Uh, haven't got headphones on yeah put headphones, put some on, headphones on now now you have put headphones on congratulations <laughs> um 
Okay, so this is so should this go is from now left to right. Headphones, is that right? Yeah. Oh, so essentially, so cool. they're both ears are doing the exact same thing at the exact same yeah. time. We've just shifted, say, the right headphone perfectly out of phase with the left yeah. headphone. So basically, they're both going up and down, but when the right is going up, the, the left, left is, is going down. down. And that, again... Nice, right? <sighs> that, again, like all the controls in this, is gradual. So it doesn't have to be when the right is going up, the left is going down. You can move it slightly so I can have the right going up just after the left. You're easily motion sick. This might not be for you. <laughs> but it just adds this kind of stereo width to it, which is really lovely. Like it's really not gorgeous. it's not a blatant stereo tremolo, but it's just there's there's some stereo movement in it that isn't yeah. there in a mono track, which is really nice. Oh yep, it's great. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick it back to mono for a second. There you go. Um, there's a swing, which just basically moves how quickly it's moving through them. Okay. Um, so if we bring the swing up a little bit, just play that so we can hear it. Just moving how quickly it's cycling through. Yeah, of course. Um, we'll stick that back in the middle. Um, and then there's this noise which I turned off earlier, which. I don't want... I, I like that there's a button there that allows me to turn noise on. Well, let's... So if I just turn... I've got the vinyl still plugged in. So if I turn this on, you'll hear. Yeah, there's some noise there. There's some noise. You can hear that. Yeah. So I, presumably... I don't want it, but I can hear it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Okay, so I'll turn the noise up on here. I mean, it sounds like the ocean. It just sounds like a really long train. It's nice, it's nice to have it, but I'm probably never going to use it. <laughs> I kind of get like in the same way that you've got that vibe thing. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's in when the you've got a completely that. sterile instrument that when you play it just goes, "Bing, I am an instrument." Yeah, it's you know if you want a bit more character, if you want a bit more human feel, and as though it isn't just a VST. Then. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean. Yeah, it, it has its place. I think if I was making like a really kind of gnarly old sounding blues record, yeah, I might bring it in, uh, maybe on some old Rhodes parts or something like yeah, that. Yeah, for sure, possibly. But in generally, it's it's. I'm going to open it up. It annoys me. Tell you what, this is the only thing that annoys me about it is that it's on by default. Yeah, oh, that's frustrating. So you load it up, and its default setting is at Unity. So every time you load it, load it up, you have to open the advanced section. You have to turn the tube noise down. That's all that bothers me about it. I don't, it, I, you know, it's it's a valid thing to have there. Yeah, completely. Um, the last thing that we haven't looked at is the trem type. Um, so this actually allows you to choose which part of the signal you are tremoloing. Oh, I love this. Yeah, so you can basically, we're set on normal at the moment, which just means we're we're taking all of the Everything. sound and turning it up and down. Yeah. But you can choose to, say, just tremolo the bass. So yeah. if I set it to bass just on these standard settings and then you play. So you can hear the top end is untouched. So this up here, pretty much untouched. This... It's, yeah, it's affected. And you can do the opposite as well. So if we switch it to treble, you get exactly the opposite effect. So the, the root of the chord is pretty much completely consistent and the top end of the chord is, is affected. 
which is really nice. There's also um, air, which is just another level above treble, essentially. Okay. Uh, you've got harmonic and deep harmonic. If we just What's... try deep harmonic real so quick. So what does, how does that work? It, I don't know how it works. It sounds wow, nice. That's... I think it's like tremoloing the overtones. Yes. I'm not sure. That's cool. I like that. And then that. there's a mid side, but we're only feeding it a mono source. So it won't do that. So we can't do that. So let's flick through a couple of presets For sure. because it ships with a good ton of presets. It ships with hundreds. Yeah, it ships with loads. Wow. Um, so we won't start with the section called Bizarre. <laughs> should always start um, with the Bizarre section. <laughs> well, let's start with uh, Stereo Chops, this one's called. Cool. It's great. That's very cool. so good. There's one here called Where's the Bass? So that's obviously set to like the bass only. Yeah, because the top isn't. The top top's unaffected. That's nice like though. Yeah, it's lovely. That's we'll go great. to um go to Bizarre and we've got Rewind. <laughs> oh, that's cool. I mean, you can just do, you can do pretty much anything with this. You can do whatever you want. You can get any sound you want. We'll do one last one, oh. uh, which is a little bit less ridiculous. And we'll go to this uh, slow auto pan. Make just, sure you're wearing headphones, children. <laughs> it's just really nice. It's one of these, I tell you what got That's, me about this plugin. Just quickly, it sounds like Pink Floyd. That's what that reminds me of. Nice. Yeah, I'll tell you what what kind of took me aback when I got this is you often think of um hardware as having a specific sound. You know, you buy a compressor or something, yeah. a rat and you rack it up and you run stuff through it, and even before you've started turning the buttons, you're like, oh, it just adds something to it. Yes. And I kind of get that out of this. Well, what and I like it's, is that... It's software, and you think it's clean, and it doesn't, you know, take anything away from your tone, but it really brings something. It just sounds quite special. What I like about it as well is that it doesn't necessarily do the same thing every time. So if you've got a compressor, particularly a rack compressor or something yeah. not a digital one if you've got an analog one you're going to get the character of that compressor if you use it on everything all yeah. the time whereas with this you can load it up and actually you might have a one sound for something and you can change everything so it sounds completely different yeah on another track and i like that because it means that you will probably have your own presets and you'll set stuff up so that you've got your preset stereo one, you've got your preset square wave one, you've got your preset this, that, and the other, which will be your basis. But actually, if you go 
okay, I'm going to base it on this, which I use all the time, but I want to change everything about it so that it becomes something that I don't have. Yeah. So and that I it's wouldn't not normally my use. sound. It's not your yeah. sound. Like everyone has their sound, yeah. but you can change it so that it's your sound to start with and then becomes nothing like your sound, yeah. which I quite like. Yeah, you can get a lot of versatility out of You can go yeah. from kind of really, really clean, I don't want to use the word sterile, but um, really clean digital effect tremolo. Yep. Um, all the way straight through, and I guess that's why that noise is there, to something that sounds really grimy and really mm. old and like an, like an old bit of outboard gear. Yeah, it almost sounds like you could set this up so that it sounds like a Leslie because you'd put yeah. it in stereo and you'd well, put it really quickly. There's probably a Leslie called, funk. called uh, Leslie-esque. There you go. Even in its resting state before you started playing, it kind of sounded like a Leslie. You can hear that. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it. Um, I think it's a really impressive piece of kit. Oh, I love it. And I think it's a brilliant... If you've... Yeah, I can't believe you haven't bought this yet. I know, I need to buy it. We're running on a trial at the yeah, We are running on a trial. It's only 79 quid. Oh, for crying out loud. I know. Maybe I'll go and buy it now. Yes. <laughs> and then we shall spend all evening recording just, tremolo just guitar Playing bands. tremolo guitar stuff. <laughs> I'll get a Rhodes up as well. Definitely. Um... Yeah, I mean, go and check them out. They've got some incredible stuff, and they've got some really quite innovative stuff. I'm just looking at the buy page uh, on their I... website. It's $79, so it's not even 79 quid. 65 quid or something? Yeah. 70 quid, maybe? Yeah. Um, the thing that I like is there's free trials of pretty much everything as well, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, you can get a so... free 15-day uh, trial, like completely... Uh, unhindered 15-day trial. They don't take so away any features. any features. It just it doesn't beep every 30 seconds or something. Yeah. It just works for 15 days. Yeah. And then after 15 days, you can choose to buy it or not. Um, they've got loads of really interesting stuff. There's tone control, which is like a, a kind of very characterful EQ. Uh, there's a thing called lossy, which just creates kind of horrible digital artifacts, which are actually in a weird way desirable. Obviously, there's a Wolf compressor. Yep, which, which is everyone a, should have. Yeah, I use it. So, it, drum room mics. Yes. Oh, it's oh, it's yes. the only thing I use on drum room mics now. Um, but no, I highly recommend going checking them out. There's goodhertz.co. Oh, not um, even .co.uk or no, .com? No, not .co. .uk. Okay. Um, yeah, go and have a look at their stuff. There's a great video of uh, the guitarist from Wolfpack using the tram control oh, Theo, on their yeah. website, which is a, a right laugh just to look at his like gurning face Amazing. while he plays. Um, no, go and have a look. Yes, definitely. Lovely, lovely thing. So that was uh, Good Hertz Audio tram control, uh, the Chase Bliss Audio warped vinyl, um, and that is us done. That's done. That was uh, a nice little... Little podcast. Right was there. it? We'll see when it it's edited. Yeah, absolutely. All good. Okay, so guys, as normal, um, we want to hear from you. If there's anything out there in the good wide musical world that you'd like us to try out, test, yeah, review, you know, put silly noises through, then we want to know. So uh, you can email us, which is audioblobs at gmail.com. Um, drop us uh, an Instagram message where you can find us, which is at audioblobs. We're on Twitter, which is at audioblobscast. 
podcast. You find us on Facebook. It's all audio blobs. Basically, if you search audio blobs, you will find us. I don't know how you remember all of that every week, uh, every two weeks. I don't mean me neither, <laughs> to be honest. There's so many other things. Um, so come and find us, shout at us, poke at us, let us know what's cool and funky um, yep. and rocking your musical world. And we'll play with it. Absolutely. Awesome. We will see you next time. See you later on. Bye now. Bye.